Hello and welcome to the Taste Uber Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. I'm pretty certain I met Rigby Summer in 2017 in connection with the Monday at Modella songwriter pop-up and the All Music Starts Local initiative she started in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Our paths have crossed numerous times since then in Kansas City, but also on the road in Oklahoma and even as far away as Montreal, Canada. While returning from the 2019 Folk Alliance Conference in Montreal and suffering from debilitating back pain, Rigby helped me navigate customs and connecting flights, including pushing me around in an airline wheelchair. Rigby is one of the hardest working, independent, do-it-yourself roots musicians I know. She has a lovely, mature voice and writes songs that are relatable and thoroughly engaging, reflecting the road she has traveled from Kansas to California to Wyoming to the red dirt roots of her current home in Stillwater, Oklahoma. In these intervening years, she has shared the stage and has learned from a myriad of local and touring artists. In the fall of 2020, she produced a short cover EP, Dancing Alone, with Kyle Reed and released it in November 2020. Production is now complete on her first full-length album, Geography, recorded at Naptime Studio in Norman, Oklahoma, with Kyle Reed at the helm again. She recently joined me on the radio on Geography's release day. Enjoy my conversation with Rigby Summer. Good morning, Rigby Summer. Are you there? I am here. You were out gigging last night, weren't you? I was. I was out playing with Sandy Lane and Kirsten White. I'm joined on the phone right now by um, Rigby Summer from formerly Kansas, Kansas girl, now in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And today's her release day for her long-awaited work called Geography. There's another Kansas City connection with this. Kyle Reed was your producer of this record. I'm just so happy that this thing is finally out. I know that you are, too. <laughs> yes. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Well, so far, the reviews have been wonderful. Yes. I've been really, just really happy with all the kind words that have been coming in. Yeah, it's it's always scary to sort of take this kind of leap, whether it's, you know, sending it out to the press and radio or even just hoping your friends will listen to it. But then even like text messages from friends this morning mean like just as much like all the texts that I'm getting that are, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's Yeah, it's, you worry no one's going to be there to catch you when you jump. And, and I feel very held today so it's it's been a good day so far well let's i'd like to talk a little bit about i mean you're one of the most hands-on do-it-yourself artists that i know and i have to say that your website and the materials that you send to me are so professional and so well thought out i i so appreciate it as someone on the receiving end of the content it's such a a relief (laughs) and such a joy to you know be on the receiving end of something that you know took a lot of effort and uh, a lot of work Uh, musicians that kind of get into the singer songwriter do-it-yourself world have no idea or concept of how much of a business sense that you really need to have as well if you're going to get the music out there you know in the ether did you have any formal training for business or um i mean not really i 
I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of, this is part of where I, I feel like the timing is everything. Sometimes it's easy to feel like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a late bloomer. Like, I'm doing this, you know, I'm not a, a 21-year-old, like, coming out with my first record. Just part of the, the twists and turns that are even geography, like, include, like, just different jobs and experiences that I had between, like, this season and the first time that I was, I was really trying to pursue music about, like, 13 or 14 years ago. So, no, no formal training, but I love learning, I guess. I love a challenge. I love problem solving. And I've had some experiences along the way, business-wise, that have kind of helped teach me how to find the information when I don't have it. So that's, I think, been a big part of it. Yeah. I think that also there's an advantage to being in the so-called singer-songwriter folk or roots music um, umbrella in that in the pop world you either hit it by the time you're 21 or so and or it's not going to happen you know but, yeah. but but in the in the umbrella of roots music we're always those of us who are consumers of it and true fans of song crafting and wordsmithing we don't care <laughs> how old you are what you, you know look like what your politics or whatever you know we're just looking for someone that can the the thought that can be expressed in words that we that we can't you know, that yeah, the, the authenticity, I think, is valued a lot in roots music, which is part of why I love it. Yeah. Well, this journey, you know, you, you were in it, you were out of it. Uh, you're back in it again. Talk about a little bit about the song choices and the producer, Kyle Reed, and, and the choices that you made. This, there's such wonderful instrumentation on each song. It seems like there was a lot of thought and care taken to each cut. Yeah, thank you. Well, one huge blessing, I think, is that it became clear within like the first couple of kind of pre-production section, sessions that we had that I, I feel like Kyle hears me music in a similar way to me and I had spoken with like several different producer engineer mixer like folks who I could have worked with to help bring these songs to life and some of them you know maybe were more connected or maybe were kind of a bigger deal and some of them had fancier studios but like at the end of the day like I knew I needed to find somebody who artistically understood what I was doing and I feel like Kyle and I just kind of like kind of shared a brain a lot of times on on these songs I would I would play through something and he'd say, well, what do you, what do you think you're here? And I'd say, well, this is kind of what I'm thinking, this, this. And he'd be like, me too. Let's see what we can do. And he, he didn't stop until we were there. Like he was very willing um, to do the back and forth. I mean, for a very long time, we went back and forth over mixes saying like, oh, have we gone too far? Was that too much? Do we need to take that out? What's missing? Like what, what elements do we still need to add? Like it was a very hands-on thing for both of us because he plays so many instruments and then also so has so many connections in Norman to be able to just call somebody up and be like, hey, can you come over and, you know, put XYZ down on the record? And so that was a huge blessing. But then as far as song choice, when we started out, we thought we were just going to do a very simple acoustic, basically an archival recording of old songs of mine so that I could get songs that I love out into the world in clear space for new writing because I I still have like at least an album's worth of just kind of old stuff that I really want to see produced the way it should be but then I on the way home from my first farm Folk Alliance Region Midwest conference right about the time we were starting to record 
that had been held in Michigan, and I I started writing the song. It was like three years ago this week. I started writing the song in the car on the way home called Michigan. That's on the record. I just I was already like completely in love with this song by the time I got home, and I took it to our next session because I realized as I was brewing up the song, I was like, I've always wanted to do sort of a geography themed record because I have so many places that I mentioned, like places. My attachment to place and space is a big part of who I am, and it comes through in a lot of my songs. I played it for him, and I was like, don't hate me, but I think... I think I want to do, like, I think this is the concept. Like, this is how, like, and we started tweaking, like, okay, maybe we're going to change the song choices to this. And then the first day that we really worked in earnest in the studio, the night before, I wrote Gibson Guitar, which is the last song on the record. And I showed up in the studio and I was like, dang it, I wrote this song last night and I think I have to play it for you. And I finished playing it. And he said, well, that's going on the record, right? And I said, I think it has to. <laughs> we started working and we still thought we were going to keep it pretty simple, but like he said where do you want to start today and I said should we start with a new one and he's like I think we should start with a new one and so we started playing with that song and instead of like doing basic tracks for almost everything in those three or four days we ended up spending probably two and a half days just playing with Gibson guitar and that was really the first like fully produced song that came together for the record and I think made both of us realize like oh this this whole thing could be like maybe a lot more than we thought and from there we just started having all the fun <laughs> sucker for an old Gibson guitar A gentleman in pearl snaps and a kind heart I guess that's why you caught me so off guard I was falling Do you remember the night we met? How you took my hand? We took turns talking too much. We took a chance. And then you let me play your old Gibson guitar. I don't feel 
close my eyes It's like we're almost home And I can hear you strumming That old Gibson guitar If you're just joining us, this is Rigby Summer from Stillwater, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, we just renamed the state of Oklahoma. Go. It has such a, a vibrant music community, and the songwriters seem to be so supportive of each other. You were here in Kansas City not too awfully long ago and brought your friend Shandy with you, mm-hmm. and, and you all are coming back to Kansas City in December yeah. to play at Mike Kelly's West Side or that first Saturday as part of the Bloody Mary morning series that they do there. You travel a lot alone, long spaces of road. Do you get concerned about that, or is it just some... I mean, I used to, to drive all the time by myself, you mm-hmm. know, 10 and 12 hour jaunts no no problem i don't feel all that comfortable doing that anymore you go to wyoming a lot how, how do you find it out there on the road right now does it help clear the brain you know does it help mm-hmm. your creative process to do so much traveling do you yeah just a necessary evil like you're driving for a living because the the spaces are so long but when, when you're commuting essentially between oklahoma and wyoming that's a lot of road it is a lot of road it's it's getting longer every time it seems but first like the first part of your question i i think my mom probably worries for me more on the road than i do <laughs> because i have i've kind of always been a road tripper i remember being like my first winter out of college and i was living in kansas city and there was a concert i really wanted to go to in nashville and it kind of occurred to me maybe for the first time ever that i was like i'm an adult now like i can just get in my car i can take the day off i can get in my car and drive to nashville i can do that and i did like and I like I remember having this feeling as I left town to go there, like just like feeling very at 
home doing that. Like it felt like where I was supposed to be. That was probably the hardest part of things for me for pandemic was I mean, sure everybody was disappointed that like we couldn't go play shows and there's a big part of what I love about being out there that is like the face to face connection. But like I kind of joke with people that I I feel more at home behind the wheel of my car or on an airplane or riding the subway in a strange new town. I almost feel more at home doing that than I do sitting still in my house. <laughs> and so while there are definitely a lot of times that I feel like, man, I wish I had somebody who could help with the driving because it does get long sometimes. I still really feel it's the first time that I got to get on the road after lockdown. I was nervous about going, but then like two hours into the trip, just knowing where I was going and what I was doing, I just felt this weight lifting like, oh, I can breathe again. Like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it is also, like, I, I've gotten so wrapped up in the business and DIY side of things that it's really hard for me to just sit still. And I can't do anything else when I'm driving. I have to just be there. So I, I actually don't even really... I'm very selective and intentional about when I put music on in the car or when I listen to the radio in the car. That is, like, my time to just clear clear space in my mind. So... How do, you, how do you find the music community in Wyoming? I mean, they're so kind of isolated up there, but I would think, mm-hmm. I would think that, you know, the, na- the nature and the surroundings and just the general ambiance of Wyoming would lend itself to some pretty incredible songwriting. It, it really does. I love their songwriting community up there because I think, I think maybe some of the function of the isolation is that maybe the, the result of the isolation is that I don't feel like anybody there is trying to sound like somebody else. So, like, the, the fact that even though they have some, like, pretty big country folks that have ties there, I mean, Chris Ledoux and Sheridan and all of that, like, they're ties there, but nobody is like, oh, well, I have to be the next, blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, I just have this crazy stuff going on in my brain, and this is how it comes out, and they share it. And it, it's so just raw and authentic. I've had the privilege the last two years to be a judge for the Wyoming Singer-Songwriter Contest after participating in the in it the year that I lived up there. Since I don't live there, I can't participate. But they have me back as a judge, and they just have, like, welcomed me into their community there in a real way. Like, I'm getting messages from them where they feel like I've spent enough time up there that some of the folks there feel like when these good things are happening for me, that it's happening for one of their people. Cause, and so I'm like, that, that just warms my heart more than anything. That I'm like, oh, I'm also one of them. That's awesome. I've gotten to go up and be a judge the last two years. I was actually texting Shani during the contest this year and I was like, I am number one just blown away by the competition this year because they they had an increase in the prize money for the contest this year, which brought a lot of people out of the woodwork. And it's like, where has this person been? They've just been in their room like writing songs and it's so different, but so good. And I I love that. I love that there's the crazy stuff in my brain and I'm going to share it with the world and there's no, there doesn't seem to be any attempt to like sound like someone else, which is a really hard thing to get past because I think we all have our heroes and our idols who we wish we could be more like, you know. I feel the same way about the Heartland songwriters. I mean, I did a song swap last night on the radio with four of them, two of whom I'd never met before, and mm. most of them I wasn't really familiar with their work individually, but I mean, I will put the song crafting and the musicality of what I heard last night against anything that I've heard in mm-hmm. Nashville, you you know, when I go yeah. to Americana Fest or to Woody Fest or any other festival. Um, if you're just joining us, this is uh, Rigby Summer on the phone.
phone with me. She's got a brand new record called Geography that releases today on all the platforms, uh, produced by Kyle Reed. She is uh, a local Kansas girl, and I, I just love the new record. I Thank you. I, I wish you nothing but the best for it. Uh, for those of our listeners that would like, I'm going to play, what I've queued up here is it's so funny because we've been talking about both of them. I've queued up Michigan and the Gibson guitar oh, and I'm planning on playing both of those after conclude our conversation here. But for mm-hmm. those listeners that want to check out geography on their own and, and anything else, rugby summer, what's the, how's, what's the best way to do that? Uh, the best way to do that is just to head to my website, rigbysummer.com, where you've got all the information and the links and probably more than you ever wanted to know <laughs> about me and my music there on the website. I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, Thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me today. I'm really looking forward to introducing our listeners to this new work that has been a long time coming. But, you know, I think that you'll find that it's really been worth it. I, I'm just one of those believers in things happen when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Things fall into place. And I think that uh, you had a great steady hand in Kyle Reed as a producer. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it definitely shows. And I really look forward to seeing you in, in December, if not before. Yes. Thank you so much, Diana. All right. Safe travels. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Uh Bye-bye. Bye-bye. surprise You thought my frozen heart and opened up my eyes to the beauty that surrounds us even in the coldest night Oh Michigan You caught me by surprise Michigan I'm so in love with you your steadfast presence and the way you sing your truth. When this world's too heavy, I think I could rest with you. Oh, Michigan, I hope you love me too.
Michigan, I will see you again. I don't know if we'll be lovers, but I know you are my friend. Again, I will see you again.